Hey, Sabri. What should we do on today's podcast? The same thing we do every podcast, James. Try to save the world. It's Aubrey and James. It's Aubrey and James. One is a jock. The other plays games. Welcome back, everybody. Episode two of Two Fools Try to Save the World. One podcast at a time. Uh, so as you know, everybody else in, is locked into captivity right now. So we're here to save you. We're here to save you from boredom. Our and, stupidity. <laughs> or stupidity, just as that, as some stupid people are still outside. I'm literally looking outside my window right now. Now, everybody's on the whole stay at home. And depending on when you listen to this podcast, this shit might be over. Or if you listen to it now, we're basically in the thick of everything. It's currently today, March 28th of 2020. Uh, pretty much America is on lockdown. Everybody's staying at home, forced to stay home. I've been working from home for the last 12 to 14 days. And looking outside right now, and I see a bunch of kids riding their bikes and things. I mean, I guess that's fine. It's supposed to be social distancing, keeping six feet apart and whatnot, though. But I don't really see a lot of people taking it seriously. Uh I still get freaked out from even going outside, even though it's no, it's actually okay just to go out and like walk around. But I think I am so claustrophobic, not the right word to say, but the second I go outside, I feel like my boat's starting to close up on me. <laughs> like I feel like, oh shit, am I getting a migraine? Is that a headache? Am I oh, getting a fever? <laughs> I get scared, and I'm all like, like I I did a walk last week and uh, a bike ride, and as I was walking around, I think really it's it's stressful now it's stressful to go outside and it's stressful to like to go to the market and like just everyday life in general because i'm all like, okay i don't know if i'm touching this thing now do i have the shit do i have the fucking rona or it's something going on and i think because of that i have uh kind of like the, the placebo effect of like thinking you have something when you don't actually have something like i make my like I feel a little lightheaded sometimes and then the, my throat feels a little itchy and I think, okay, maybe something's going on with the throat. And then I feel my chest starting to get tighter a little bit, almost like, uh, like, Oh, am I having a fucking breathing thing now where I'm not being able to breathe as easy? I know. Yeah. I'm being, I'm being No, no, dramatic. I get it. Other people are, th- but I just like to point out, did you just call this shit the fucking Rona? Like, <laughs> it's the like fucking the Rona, dude. <laughs> Are you oh, like the, oh are they you, got they got the Rona. They don't go near them. They got the Rona. They got the Rona. Trying to start the new catchphrase. You're like the you're like the mean girls trying to bring fetch back. <laughs> hey, it's coming back. Hashtag Rona. Rona 2020. Oh, That's what shit. it is. You got the Rona. That's so fetch. Yeah, they're gonna just start making that that bring back that song. You know, I Sharona, and then you know it says I Corona. <laughs> Actually, you know what? That's not a bad idea. Right, um, dude. Now nah, I totally get. Yeah, how you're feeling like because i'm in the healthcare field dude every time i go to work and my throat itches i'm like oh shit did i catch it did i catch it so it's like fuck even when i wake up it's like man i don't know like do i got it i feel my head because when you go to work they're scanning your forehead for temperature oh are they now yeah they're scanning your forehead for temperature if you have a temperature they're not letting you in and it's like it's like you feel your head like, should I even drive to work? And then you're like, then you get this bright idea. Do I want to work? Maybe I'll just put a coffee to my forehead and <laughs> let them send me home. Like the old school way of like trying to stay home from school. You get the thermometer and you put it underneath the light bulb real quick for 20 minutes and then like try to put it back in your mouth real quick and like bouncing around because it's burning your tongue. Yeah, yep. I, I, I've, I've done that shit before. Dude, the first time uh, they did that, they didn't warn me that they were checking temperatures. 
And this dude just straight up puts this thermometer on my forehead. And, like, he was going to get a corona beatdown. I was just like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> he was like, he was like, oh, we have to do it. And I'm just like, bro, you're probably spreading corona instead of, like, preventing it. No, no, I cleaned it. I cleaned it. And I'm just like, whatever. Well, at least it didn't Send me show home. It At least it didn't shove it up your ass like they check right? the dogs. Yeah, give like me, check, give me, check the temperature. Give me, give me a rectal. Give me a rectal temperature. I'm sure. I'm sure I'm a little warmer down there. So has anybody? Because some of the articles and stuff that I've been reading are how the healthcare profession, like a lot of the nurses and people, are starting to, you know. Test, test positive for the virus have anybody in where at the hospital that you currently are employed at do does anybody there test positive yet um are you talking about healthcare workers or right healthcare patients? workers healthcare, uh, healthcare workers. workers no not that i know of but this shit is like getting serious like so i know i know um I had an employee, or not an employee, a coworker, where he just uh, he walked in the room and didn't know the patient was a uh, possible corona. Well, no one knew, and you know, I don't know whose fault it was, but it was definitely someone's fault. But he walked in, and uh, uh, next thing you know, he gets a phone call: "Hey, don't come to work for fourteen days." Oh, and shit. it's kind of like what. Is it going to be paid? Is it not going to be paid? Like all these questions come up and then it's like, it wasn't even his fault. He probably has nothing, but now he's going to have a 14 day vacation. Then I start thinking, do I want a 14 day vacation? Am I going to start walking in every room? Dude, just like, like, hey, uh, I walked in that room too. Just saying, you know, and they, they said right? I needed to go like, in there. La, 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 la. I'm just a fool. Oh, hey, send me home. Like, it's like the shit's getting real. But I don't know. Well, that that gentleman who worked, who is now 14 days at home, though, because there, you cannot contract the virus just by, well, I guess you technically could by walking there. Because it's not airborne. It's uh, you, you catch it by, you know, either touching other people or like just having the virus like on you. Or right. Like so the issue was he was close enough. He was within six feet of the patient. So gotcha. So, so you don't know. You don't know. If, he coughed if it's a, so the more i read up on this and, and you know you could read a bunch of shit who knows what's real out there but the latest the latest thing i read was um it's a this is a protein that's covered in a small layer of um shoot what was the small layer small layer of was it Fat or virus or some whatever the small layer was, it comes off instantly. If you wash your hands, um, the shit's gone. Like that's the only thing protecting it is the small layer. Oh, I wish I had the article in front of me. But um I get you. But um but that's why they're saying if you rub your hand, generate heat, like it goes away. But because it's a protein, they don't have a cure for that shit. And and the only way it's dying is by um it, it kills itself over time it just deteriorates yeah. um but you know they're finding shit it stays on material for three hours it stays on wood and lumber for like four or five hours it stays on plastic for like um 
I want to say like 72 hours. Like the shit just stays there. And then they had that cruise. I don't know if you heard about the cruise where they went back and inspected it. The shit, they still found that shit there 17 days later. Well, I know one article that I was reading, uh, this how you were saying it stays uh, alive more in different materials. Like it said, I think chrome and like steel, it survived the longest on. It was almost like still there, like after like a week. Yeah, that sounds right. Because because yeah. I know I know plastic and like uh, leather materials, like three days or some shit. Right. So that's kind of the freaky side of it, the freaky part. Uh, yeah, just, a lot like a lot of like restaurants and things like that just like establishments that have been closed out and everything right now thinking like you know the establishment that uh well at least the bar that i go to across the street that whole entire bar is stainless steel <laughs> so i can just imagine a, a person sitting there like and so we're only been under quarantine and a lot of places have only been closed for maybe this is going to the second week and so you still wonder if like that virus lives as long as people say it does on certain surfaces there's still possibility that the virus is still living in and breathing in some of these like establishments like with still and everything now you would hope that a lot of people like especially if it's a restaurant that they wipe down everything and they're like really sanitized but it's scary to think of it's like that it's funny like so, so because when all this happened like as we're in quarantine everybody is like streaming movies and watching movies and whatnot you know i'm no exception to that rule streaming netflix uh, uh Out- outbreak i think is ranked number one on netflix right now dude that's remember, so funny and you remember outbreak the movie how really yeah. over dramatic it was like literally uh-huh. uh, at least i thought it was <laughs> until thinking about it uh-huh. now they're like oh actually they're just actually doing status quo that's what they're supposed to do but i remember there was one guy in a hazmat suit just uh testing the virus and whatnot trying to figure out certain things and he ended up getting his suit caught on something like a corner and it uh-huh. ended up just creating this little micro tear, microscopic tear. And he uh-huh. just started freaking the fuck out. And he's like going right. off Frank and everything like that. And he's like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. He's like, he's running out. He's trying to find something to cover it with. He like sanitizes it, whatever spray he has. It's probably bleach or something that he has, but he's like. And that's when the guy shows up and says it's not airborne, right? No, 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 no. The, so he, he knows that like he has a cut in there. So he's trying to hide it. And then literally like, you know, 20 minutes later, he starts breaking out in the fever and he starts like breaking out in hives uh-huh. and whatnot. It might have been the same one because they talked about it not being airborne and then they realized it was airborne and then uh, all all shit went crazy. But because of that, like looking at I didn't realize how like accurate that movie actually was based on like the scientific side of it as far as trying to find a cure via a person who either survived the virus and trying to get the antibodies from that person in order to treat other people who has uh, who got can like the virus itself it's kind of fascinating and it's scary as fuck in the same time yeah yeah i would say definitely don't watch those movies right now yeah watching freddy cougar right before bed when you're 10 years old i yeah. don't recommend it watching a movie with a plane crashing right before you're going on a trip the next day yeah. i know right <laughs> I've done that, man. Uh, that's that's what we are. We're glutton for punishments. Man. Yeah, but but I know I know a few weeks ago I was um I wasn't too worried about it, and then like you know maybe it's like the flu and it's not going to affect the younger people. Yeah, I changed my mind. It's definitely uh the more I'm working, 
the more I'm seeing younger people getting in and involved and it's definitely um it's definitely uh affecting affecting us um even though the the death ratio isn't that high it's still 10 times higher than the flu and we don't know there's no cure we don't know much about it but i can tell you this from what i've seen um the more serious supposedly there's two strands there's like a, a less strand where you'll get mild symptoms and then you'll probably recover and then there's a more serious strand where it mutated and um, that shit's going to affect your lungs and attack the lungs and stuff. And it's going to be similar to like um, um, ARDS where, um, you know, you can't take deep breaths. You got to take shallow breaths um, and it just attacks from the bases of the lungs and goes up. And yeah, so, so it's real. And if you're one of those, dumb shit kids out there that think it won't get you i got news for you i've seen i've seen it it it, it's getting younger people so don't think you're superman well to caveat that the way they kind of announced this initially with the viruses i mean i agree with you wholeheartedly like don't be dumb shits like wash your hands stay inside don't go out uh be safe in that sense the way they described it though i think they kind of gave people false hope in the way that it was described as I could only, and I think it was more, they didn't know a lot about the virus when it first started coming out until they finally started seeing it hands on and the effect that it's having. And by the way, fun fact, we are now number one. We mean USA is our number one in the most uh, current cases of the virus today, uh, past surpassing Italy and uh, China and the number of cases that they currently have. There you go. Trump put that on your resume when you run (laughs) president yeah. for second like, term we are number, number one yeah, we're number one and like wait a minute why is the rest of that page either like crossed off or something like that oh well who cares we're number one yay right right it's but, not gonna say what it's just gonna say we're number one make me president <laughs> exactly oh, man. very vague man. we're number one but oh, how way, this well the way that they is I know, go ahead uh, I know it's like literally and it's only weeks two. That's what the thing that fucking trips me out. Like literally we're, we're going into week two. Like we only been under lockdown and yeah, lockdown is the... a strong word. It's not really truly Dude. lockdown though, but it's yeah. like, like heavily advised, <laughs> you know, Dude, that's the crazy thing. Like people are talking about, Oh, we're in the recession. We're in this. We've been in locked in. I'm like, you guys are fucking idiots. The shit hasn't even peaked yet. We're still at the beginning stages and you're whining and crying. It's this whole fucking new generation. It's like, man up. And this shit's going to do, we're going to be in this shit for at least another month. Unless Trump gets his way. But I don't know. He's a fucking idiot too. He doesn't want to open up the country by Easter. Dude, that is like the dumbest shit ever. Like all that's going to do is, is you're going to open it up, right? And then guess what's going to happen? Everything that went away, like your little steel company bar that was starting to clean up is going to get dirty again. And it's going to create a whole new wave. And we're just going to have to do this shit all over again. If you don't have a cure, then then don't be opening shit up. You know, I agree. So I think on both sides of the story, there's 
are the actual of uh, the action of opening up your country. So there's two sides of me. There's one side of me that sees the financial hardship that people are going through and having the effects of the coronavirus without having the actual virus itself. And I empathize with that person because I am one of those persons that has that had the, the, the virus has an immense effect on me as an individual, even though I don't have the virus itself. As far as like financially from a work perspective, being out of work or not getting as many hours, not being able to pay my bills in that sense. So the quicker the country kind of gets back to normal, even though it's not it's never going to think going to be back in the normal state from what it was as of like a month ago. It's hard. It's it's a double-edged sword because I think, okay, if we open up the country, okay, then, you know, the economy is start going to get, like, rolling again. People are going to start uh, earning money again. Jobs are going to be back out there, and, like, we're going to just kind of go on. But then there's the other side of the dumb fucks who are not going to be – they're just going to throw caution to the wind. And I think that's kind of the point I was, like, I didn't get a chance to make earlier, though, is that the way they talked about the virus and how – people think they're a little bit immortal to the virus itself that, you know, it's not going to affect me. And I was one of those people. I'm like, okay, if I get it, it's going to be a mild flu and then I'm, I'm good and then whatever. But as it's starting to come out more, it's more serious. It's like, you know, yeah, you don't want to get this because this is a, a really, really bad sickness and it can ultimately kill you if it's not treated or if it's not taken care of effectively from like day one, the second you contract the virus. So yeah, there's, a, so there's a side of me that wants to get back to work because I got shit to pay. And there's the other side of me that's like, I don't want to even go outside because I am like fearful for my life <laughs> in a sense. Yeah. And think about it this way. You don't want the hospital bill to be one of your payments. So, but that's true too. Yeah. But no. So I get your point. I get the reasoning. It's just wrong. Like you have to look at the big pitch. So, so the whole financial welfare and all that shit, is small it's this it's the little picture right now yeah maybe shit goes back to normal maybe it doesn't but if you look at the big picture the big picture is like survival and we're going through a pandemic and this shit's killing everybody and or not everybody but it's it's killing people it's making people sick and then here's food for thought so everyone's doing this whole stimulus stimulus shit you know, we got to help the economy. We got to help the people. Oh, and before I even get to the what I was going to say, dude, think about this big old freaking loophole where the stimulus package of all these bailout programs are doing. Like, who? I wonder who got bailed out. I bet Trump's company's getting bailed out. I bet all these fucking Boeing. And, well, Boeing actually, probably actually, should get no. bailed out. There was actually, and I read an article about this, you know, part of that stimulus package was that Trump's businesses cannot use this package. You know he tried, though, right? Oh, I know he tried. I mean, shit. Which I, I mean, is I bullshit. You're the damn president. Yeah. Oh, my I, gosh. I mean, but, you can't fucking blame him. If, if I was in that situation, I might, like, I'd be like, no, oh, that's why he's not supposed pie, to yeah. have any businesses as the president. So he's I can not, blame him. It's kind of insider so, trading type of thing, but yeah. Right. So I can blame him, even though the shit goes on all the damn time. Fucking oh. Dick Cheney. And I saw that fucking movie the other day. I got mad at that L again. <laughs> uh, fucking, yeah, but whatever. And, but the whole thing is like, like, how many companies? So, so every American's getting like twelve hundred that that qualifies. That that's bullshit, by the way, um, because they cut it off like 
like when all the like legit healthcare workers probably make right over that. But um, so they're getting like 1200, 1200. Dude, I'm curious what companies got like billions of dollars that probably didn't even need it, you know, or like the banks or whatever, you know, like all those companies are going to be fine. They make it like a big deal, like they're not. But I got a feeling the super big companies, dude, they'll be fine in the long term. But, you know, any opportunity to get more money, right? Yeah, it's all dollars and cents. I mean, the same side. That's why the company wants to or the country wants to open up like or Trump wants the company to open up is because it's all it's all about the money. Yeah. And, and then this fucking CEO from Wells Fargo, he's a fucking idiot. You know what he said? He said he said, I want the economy to open up even if people have to die during it. And it's like, yeah, because you're not going to be out there dying. You're going to be in the of a yacht by yourself. Wasn't Fucking, like the, the Texas governor or something like that. He, uh, well, I'm sure it's more than just one people saying it, but these are the people that aren't going to be in the, the heart of it. You know, the more you're crammed next to people, the more likely it's going to get spread, you know, the regular working man or the regular average Joe. Right. And it's going to get to them faster, but eventually it's going to catch up to everybody if we don't contain it. Right. But where I was going with this was they're doing everyone's like like building out for like like for the the common man, which is fine. Let's let's bail them out. But dude, the healthcare workers are not getting the support they need. Um they're short on supplies. They're they're not getting hazardous pay, but yet they're they're marching in every day like to to fight this knowing you know knowing that they could catch this disease or this virus um but they're not getting any help i don't i don't hear anything like like big news like the government trying to help all healthcare workers are during that time they're going to get an extra bonus or are just for going in there's no incentive and because there's no incentive dude i'm watching a lot of people quit I'm watching a lot of people um, call off and I find it interesting because um, if this shit starts spreading or people start quitting, you know, you get the common people or the rich people or, or whoever are the dipshit CEOs who want to say um, work. And if you get it, you get it. But if there's no health care uh, to care for you, dude, everything's fucked. So, so Right now, it seems like they're ass backwards and how they're doing shit. And I want to also go to the point. I hope they learn their fucking lesson. These fucking one percenter top businesses that are trying to save a fucking dollar with all their outsourcing. If we didn't fucking outsource all the fucking time to save a fucking penny. We would have this shit. We would have supplies in America. We wouldn't have to to wait for for um, China to send over shit where the virus came from yep. or wherever we would, we would have shit made. And then Trump's begging fucking Tesla for their, to stop production and to start making ventilators, start making masks. Guess what? That shit should already be made from America. You talk about make, make America great again. And I know it's not Trump's fault and I know it's just a stupid ass slogan to get it, but let's be real. You want to make America great again? then we need shit made by America. So when um, situations like this happen, we're prepared for it. 
but we're not prepared for shit because we want the one percenters to keep getting rich and have their one percent and save their pennies. So it's it, it's all bullshit. Like all of it. Sorry to uh, rant with a little bit of anger there, but no, it's bullshit. I, mean, I I agree. There's a lot of fucking idiots out there, and I agree. And I do agree in a point what you said about hazardous pay, and that there's need to be some type of compensation for all the hard working medical uh, staff out there, like who's putting life on the lines. Like essentially, they're military at the point right now because they're going they're on the front lines and they're combating this virus right now, and people are losing their lives because of it. Uh, health, uh, from a healthcare uh, standpoint, there was uh, an article I read the other day of some uh, nurse or doctor, uh, either outside of New York or New Jersey, who passed away in her home, who got who got the virus, and she just literally she uh, during a fourteen day kind of quarantine, she passed away in her home, and she had a kid. Her kid was like they found her kid that's unattended, and she was like dead in the bedroom, which is super sad. Yeah, that is sad. Um, yeah, just uh, the other day, a younger guy, nurse just died. I believe he was 27, healthy. Only issue he had was um, asthma, and it wasn't even severe asthma. And uh, mm. uh, he got it. Corona got him, and he's gone. I can see and, how that would kind of take – because I think it, they say underlying, like, things that you actually have will affect you more. I could see – like, I don't even think it need to be – anything like really bad i can just see like us asthma or something that has uh breathing problems of any sorts that it would just this virus would just attack it like head on and so what i'm like, noticing yeah like like it looks to be random but what i'm noticing from what i'm seeing tanned is hypertension overweight um it seems like that that's a trend and then you know elderly but um yeah, if you definitely have some past uh, medical issues, stay the fuck inside. This shit is serious. Don't listen to Trump's fucking work by Easter. Fucking man up and fuck, say, you know what? He's a fucking idiot. I'm staying home anyways. And I think that's what you're going to have to do. Because uh, if you lose your job or whatever, you know what? You'll You'll find another job a year from now like i wouldn't worry about it collect unemployment do whatever you gotta do but well, it's survival it's, mode it is survival mode right now it's survival of the fittest and i feel sad because i'm not that fit right now i'm, I'm fat as fuck so i ain't gonna sweat well shit if you're fat as fuck then i'm fucking doomed <laughs> dude i should call off work for the rest of the fucking month and you know what did give me like a, a ray of hope or just like a ray of sunshine and not necessarily like it doesn't mean anything though but something that kind of made me feel good during all this shit uh this was i think about last week when i'd been inside for probably more than 14 days and realizing that i've been wearing the same shirt for like the last three and a half days <laughs> not today mind you yeah, i've I, I become much more uh, you know i thought i smelled something funny yeah. over the yeah right <laughs> smell of vision is here I become much much more accustomed to like getting into a daily routine while working at home and like doing some of the normal things that I've been doing, like getting coffee in the morning, showering, changing, like you know the normal shit that you would do. Uh, but I went out for a bike ride last week, and I was surprised just like how many people were actually active outside. And I don't mean like 
uh, social gathering or do anything like that. But people were walking, people were running, people were actually working out and exercising. And it was the most uh, that I've seen since I've been in my current uh, living situation from where I'm at today. Uh, it's the most I've seen in years. So I was like, okay, well, people are kind of taking the time off and the advantage of actually kind of getting outside exercising and staying active. And that, that was kind of nice to see. It was nice to see people like outside and running and being active and riding bikes and just kind of enjoying being outside. Yeah, I guess. As long as they don't touch me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, That's the uh, reason I was on a bike. If somebody was getting close, I'll vroom right by them. You're like, you're, cr- you're like, fuck you, Rona. You ain't getting me. Did, like, you, you know. did you hear about the stupid ass kid that got arrested for um I guess there was some challenge like the what was it called lick challenge or something I don't know but some kid fucking some teenager licked the tops of ice cream and uh, oh well and that they, wasn't uh, a, yeah so that that was a thing but to clarify that wasn't uh it's stupid, regardless. No matter what time frame it is, like they're dumb fucks are doing it, and it, they might have done it. But this this was a challenge a while ago, like more a year ago. It could be a new kid that did it today with this whole Corona shit going around. Uh-huh. Yeah, that yeah, they would literally go to a supermarket. They would grab whatever pint flavor, open it up, lick it, put the top back on, put it back in the uh, the freezer aisle, and it was uh-huh. uh, some stupid challenge. I don't know what it was. Yeah, and, well, and there was also really dumbass people, uh, TikTok people. Uh, which is funny. I created a TikTok by the way, so yeah, I'm one of those stuff yeah. people. <laughs> Are you just gonna do a self plug every yeah. episode? Hell yeah. yeah, man! You gotta get that, dude. I gotta At get money somehow. We we're in viewer. like we're in a, f- a fucking almost depression, like because of the pandemic. I gotta get my money. Like, pay me, bitch, pay me. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> but uh, there's a challenge. Uh, I guess a coronavirus challenge. Okay, what's that? I, I don't know if the challenge itself is to see if you actually contract the disease but it's really fucking stupid there was a picture of uh, this girl was either on her tick and it might have been tiktok it might have been she, she posted it on some social media or some sort but she's in uh an air it looks like a, a plane uh restroom like on a, on a plane and uh she has a picture of herself in front of the toilet she bends down licks the toilet seat full oh, on licks the toilet seat and brings back up and she's that says coronavirus challenge and ends the video right there. Yeah, I don't care what wow. you do, man. Like, yeah. I ain't licking even where my ass goes. And my ass is fairly clean. I ain't licking that shit. <laughs> like, not, e- not even. That, yeah, that is retarded. I ain't even, even licking my elbow, let alone fucking licking where my ass, like, freaking is sitting. <laughs> like, I have wow. a hard time licking my lips, let alone licking where my She's ass She's going to make some boyfriend happy one day, huh? <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. true. Maybe she's uh, that's a resume versus more of a challenge. But there's uh, <laughs> and, and there was another kid, and uh, I'm sure there's more. But there was a uh, uh, that he was in Target or Walmart or something. But he literally was going down the aisle with all the soup cans are, and he just had his tongue out and his tongue was going one by one by one by one by one. All the soup cans oh, were going right down. The aisle. you see, I'm not even going to grocery store anymore because these, <laughs> man, there's so many fucking. But but they're getting caught. And they're getting arrested, and and just so you guys know, if this is a considered a terrorism act, yeah. if you do stupid shit like that, oh, one hundred percent. And the dumb fucks are posting it on your social media. Where guess what? Your social media has your name, your last name, your email address, and also 
dumb fucks when you post something on social media that has what called metadata on it for those who don't know what metadata is metadata is basically information about the shit that you just posted hence where you posted it from where you were gps coordinates what phone you did your fucking phone number and the account that you put on so <laughs> it doesn't take long for somebody to be able to say like let's find out who this is contact you know if you're authority you just have to contact the place of uh, social media whoever that you signed like you know go to facebook say for instance if it was facebook and be like hey i just want to find out some information about this one particular person and boom they'll give it to them like no questions asked i know there's a lot of like privacy concern the laws and stuff like that but guess what the law doesn't have to fucking if you have if there's probable cause especially like a terrorism type of thing a probable cause all your privacy shit goes out the window i don't care <laughs> don't, yeah, I think don't hand over proven, that at all the government does whatever they want yeah, exactly exactly yeah it's nuts. I mean, and again, it's crazy. I said this before and I'll say it again. It's only been two fucking weeks. Like the world has stopped literally in two fucking I know. weeks. I like know. Postponed the Olympics. You know, the 2020 summer games have been postponed because of the coronavirus pandemic. They've been yeah. talking about uh, like people who are actually, and, and I forgot where it was going to be this year, but they're talking about now. Actually, I think it was going to be in China. Kind of think of it. So China? I want to <laughs> yeah. say Japan. I think it was Japan. Let's look that up. Where was 2020 Olympics going to be? Yeah, the, but but I knew while you looked that up, I knew that shit was because uh, once they did the basketball season, uh, that's a wrap. Once the once basketball made the the big decision, it was like, dude, everyone had to follow suit, or else, or else they look um, they look like they don't care about the society. You know what I mean? So yeah, 100. You're right. Yeah, there's going to be in Tokyo, Tokyo, Japan. Yeah. But yeah. Tokyo, Japan. Wait, is say not that, that again. Far. What'd you say? I'm right. Yeah, you'll be hearing that a lot on this podcast. <laughs> like looping that shit. You're right. You're right. Looping. Yeah. <laughs> like, do you make a beat looping? I'm right. Like, you're like, yeah. That's right. right. That's right. You're you're <laughs> right. You'll be like, what the fuck? I didn't even say at that time. It does. <laughs> exactly. This like little loop for that. But yeah. So basketball fucking closed down their season to go. And you just knew everything else was going to get closed and pushed back and and shut down. So, well, yeah, the Olympics is a pretty big deal, though. Sports is an interesting topic as far as how this plays out. Because Olympic, uh, just go with like Olympics for just in general. Because they already had some type of, well, for track and field. That's where my expertise comes from, right? Uh, uh-huh. Track and field. Uh, tryouts for the Olympics normally don't happen until May or June. Um, they normally have it a couple months right before the Olympic Games starts. But the marathon they normally have in the beginning of the year, which they actually had the women's and men's U.S. marathon qualifying uh, race for the Olympic uh-huh. Games in 2020. They had that earlier, uh, I believe, like the end of February. So that race actually already happened. So technically, uh-huh. we, we already have three we have our team as far as USA for the marathon race for the 2020 now 2021 summer games. Okay. So interesting how that plays out because I know there's track athletes who are preparing for the tryouts, the Olympic trials in July. Now they have a whole other year. So some of the people who are actually coming off of injuries, and there's a few people that I know, uh, particularly one we can, uh, I can say uh, uh, Lolo Jones, who's a hurdler. Uh, she had an injury earlier in the year, and she was kind of fighting to make the Olympic team itself. Uh, and uh, she wasn't expected to even make it, even though she's uh, doing pretty good track times. But now 
Lolo Jones has another year to completely train and like, you know, and so in a sense, almost for her, it's kind of a blessing in the sky because this most likely would be her last Olympic trials to do because do another four years. I think she'd be in her forties and a track athlete in the forties is like an ancient, like ancient. So now she kind of has a, another chance next year to try to make her last team. It could be a good thing for her. So it, it could possibly be a silver lining for some of these athletes, either if you're hurt or anything like that, to try to either make an Olympic team. It's an interesting well, way to kind of see it. Yeah. Seems like a selfish way to see it. Who cares? Who cares if they make the Olympic team if people are getting sick and dying and shit? I don't care if Lolo Lolo Jones wins at the age of 50. Let's get rid of this coronavirus and shit. But on that note, just because I'm not really a Laker fan, even though I live in L.A. That could be um, a new sport for 2020 Olympics, though. See how you can combat the corona. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Take the challenge. Or we just have the fucking Rona Olympics. Everybody has corona and they compete against each other. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, then, then we could go you get the fetch award right exactly first place in the Rona Olympics James gets the fetch award um, <laughs> but yeah interesting going back to basketball so uh, LeBron was about to win his uh, or not win it was either the Lakers or Clippers my opinion but it looks like he was on his way to get another title the Lakers were about to go back to glory and this shit changes everything. Dude, they were playing so good. And now there's a break. Dude, it's shit's going to affect them so bad. So for basketball and stuff like that, as far as I know, the season, is it permanently postponed or is it just straight up canceled? It's like a big question mark. So depending how far this goes, they're talking about there's there's been talks like maybe they play like five games and then just do the playoffs. Um, and we're talking, I think we're talking in June. Um, are they saying, um, because they're losing, dude, these, these owners are losing billions of dollars right now. So, you know, they're going to want their money somehow. Right. But, and then baseball's talking about getting pushed back are doing a short season. Um, but none of that shit matters unless it touches football. That shit better not touch football. If this shit touches football, I don't know what I'm going to do. We're going to have to postpone our fantasy uh, draft, dude. We got to postpone it. Nope. I am not like these other little sissies that postpone shit. We will have our fantasy draft. Even even if it's drafting countries of who's going to have the most coronavirus cases, we will have our draft. Like that shit will not end. Well, crap, Speaking I, kinda, of, I want to have like first pick, man, so I can get Italy. Uh, <laughs> speaking speaking of drafts, um, by the way, my fantasy football championship ring came in uh, the other day from uh, me winning the last two years. So I uh, just want to point that out. No way. You know, I was actually, because with all the time that I have right now, I was cleaning my garage out. And I, actually found, I found my one ring. You cut out. What did you say? Uh, I was cleaning my garage out uh, last week. And uh-huh. since I moved not too long ago, I actually opened up uh, one of my storage bins and I found my ring from 2015. Dang. See, that's the difference between me and you. You're not a champion. You're, yours is in a box in the garage. My four championship rings are in a mantle under a light 
So when you fuckers come in my house, I turn that light on and you guys can see that shit with pride. See, that's the difference between me and you. That's why there, you have one ring and I have four. There is a difference between you and I. You have to constantly remind people. People remember me. <laughs> uh, it doesn't. <laughs> oh boy. I don't. I don't mind reminding people as long as they know who's the champion. Is. Hey, if we if we cancel the season coming up, I, I'll just myself uh, the twenty twenty champion too. Fuck it. Give me a fifth ring. There you go. Just keep them, just keep them coming. But but let's stay on the sports topic and shit. Um, the one the one um, I don't know for at least uh, sports guys. The one like positive thing is football did not stop their free agency in their off seasons. So it's been like we've had things to like keep up to date with and shit. They, one uh, of the. They- they didn't stop, but I feel like some of this cabin fever is hitting somebody's GMs because what the fuck are some of these guys doing? <laughs> I know exactly who you're talking to. Bill O'Brien, you are a fucking idiot. Yeah, my Dude, God, like you, what the make, fuck? He, so Bill O'Brien is the Houston Texans um, GM slash coach, which is probably why a coach should never be a GM. He traded one of the best wide receivers in football. I'm talking about elite for a injury prone over or not over age, but injury prone running back who looked like he fell off a cliff last year and a second round, maybe two second round picks. And it wasn't even in a fourth round pick, but it was a swap of fourth round picks. So you don't even get a fourth round pick. So that dude is a fucking idiot. Everybody, I thought I thought it was fake news. I thought it was a joke. I thought it was April first, but um, yeah, they traded Hopkins for David Johnson, and I was just like, "What the fuck?" And then my second reaction was, "What the fuck?" I'm a Niner fan, and now the Cardinals are getting better. This shit should not be happening. But yeah, I don't know what the hell that guy was thinking. Like, like that's a trade. That I would have rejected in a fantasy football league, like, like, <laughs> like someone who makes that trade in my league probably gets kicked out of the league next year. Like, don't be surprised if he gets fired for this shit. That's the one that everybody videos are like, "What the hell?" Right? That's, Where the guys go, go ahead. Like, it's funny though. There's a veto straight, but there's always like I. I'm always one not to veto because I always yeah. feel like if that dumb fuck is fucking dumb enough to make that trade, then he should deal for it. But then there's people like you that are saying, I don't want that guy to make that trade because he's going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not only that. It's, it's I that. guess fantasy football, <laughs> real football is different. That you is. always have to like protect the best interest of the league. I guess it's not like that in the NFL. Where, but typically you feel like they're smarter than that. But get this, right? So who who is the better wide receiver, Hopkins or Stephon Diggs? Hopkins, exactly, hands down, Hopkins. Hopkins goes for David Johnson in a couple second rounds. Two days later, or a few days later, Stephon Diggs gets traded to from the Vikings to the Buffalo Bills. Dude, the Bills gave up first-round picks, third-round picks for Stephon Diggs. How stupid do you think Bill O'Brien feels when the Bills traded more for Stephon Diggs 
than the card Cardinals trade it for um, for Hopkins. Like that just has to be the bonehead move of the the decade. And it's a new decade, and I'm already saying he no one's gonna make a dumber move than that for the next ten years. I seriously think ever all these GMs and everybody are just like really fucking bored. So they're like, all right, what what can we do to like shock the world? And like, what can we? <laughs> yeah, lot- like I could I could picture the trade negotiation. Hey, um, like the Cardinals GM was like, hey, I heard uh, Hopkins has coronavirus. You don't want it to spread through the locker. You should probably trade him to us. <laughs> oh man, thanks for telling me. People trade tra- tra- trading trade. rumors and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, uh, exactly. he's like, man, I don't want to catch the Rona. They put a little like a freaking envelope in his pocket, and all it says is positive. It didn't say what. They're all like, "Oh shit, get rid of him!" <laughs> uh, then he opens his later something like, "Oh, his wife was or something." <laughs> oh man! I mean, but, but I, know, I know we're talking man. about how fucking stupid the uh, Houston is. Which I agree, but I don't even that though. That was a blockbuster move, but I don't think that's really the blockbuster move that people are talking about. So, what is the blockbuster move people are talking about? Well, the well, and it's not necessarily like, oh my god, it's a surprise. I mean, I guess it's a surprise where he went to, but Brady is now a buck. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Like uh, Tom Brady's been the face of that franchise since two thousand one, and he is now a buccaneer. And I'm kind of, I don't know, like, first of all, I'm not a Patriot fan. I'm not a Brady fan. Like, when you got to cheat that many times to win, it's like, yeah, at least I'm don't neither. get at least don't get caught that many times. But they, uh, I'm neither. Like, huh. So I, I see this move, and I think of one thing, and I think of uh, Peyton Manning back in the day, when Peyton Manning went from the Colts over to the Broncos. No, this is different. This is well, bigger. I so, see, not from the, the, this perspective of, like, the movement of just what it has on his legacy and his image. Like, cause uh, would you consider Peyton Manning one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time? So I am weird. And a lot of people disagree with me. I think Peyton Manning is probably the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah. Really? Yeah. A lot of people disagree with me, but a lot of people look at numbers and stats and arm and, Dude, that he his brain was so far ahead of the game, like, and, and the example well, I go to when, in essence when of people, that I, I agree. Numbers aside, essence of that I agree. But go ahead. So my point is when you compare, so people are comparing Brady and Manning as the greatest. Like Brady's the greatest because of championships, whatever. This is my point. When Peyton and Manning got injured, the Colts went like one in sixteen. When Tom Brady has gotten injured a couple times, the Patriots have still made the playoffs, which tells me the Patriots are better coached and better staffed than the Colts were, which means Peyton Manning was more valuable to his team than Brady was to to his team. So just those two comparisons. And it's always going to be a conversation of Joe Montana, Marino. And I'm a Niner fan. For me, not to say Montana is a big deal. But when you have Peyton Manning, you have a coach on the field. And, yeah, his Super Bowls and success wasn't, you know, he didn't get five or six or whatever rings. But I just, me personally, I just think he's probably one of the greatest of all time. He changed the game. And people still can't do what he did. 
I agree as far as him being one of the I guess my more where I was going, I don't consider Tom Brady as a great one of the greatest of all times. Who Peyton Manning? Tom Brady. I don't feel Tom Brady. Oh, is. Right, right. Uh, well, some people don't. Like Tom Brady I don't know. You have to give it there. He's still playing at a high level. I'm not going to take that away from him. But... I'm not taking away the stuff that he has already. Yeah, the guy's, he's what, 44? Is it going to be 44? He's 43, 44. I forget. Yeah, he's so old he's, as fuck. He's one of the oldest next to, um, what's his what's his face? Kurt Warner for the Cardinals, uh, as far as like oldest playing quarterback. Even like Brett Favre, his old ass who didn't want to retire or kept retiring and unretiring. Yeah, but, he but only Brett Favre there... doesn't count. He wore Wranglers. <laughs> hey, well, if you ask me, I'm going to say Brett Favre is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. He's the gunslinger. Well, you're a he fucking changed. idiot. Brett Favre, Brett Favre is overrated. He leads the league in like passes like intercepted and incompletions. Bet Brett Favre could throw farther than uh, Peyton Manning. Okay, there you go. He could throw farther. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But if this he... <laughs> is what I find interesting about the the move to to – the Buccaneers and it sucks because he's like 44 years old or whatever or 42 whatever he's from the 40s I wish he would have done it 10 years ago because then you could say well that would have been different. was Tom was Tom Brady did Tom Brady make the Patriots or did Bill Pelagic make the Patriots so if if Tom Brady loses it's gonna be like oh he's 40 something years old okay but if the Patriots lose it's gonna be like oh they needed Tom Brady so I find that aspect interesting of the whole Tom Brady leaving. Yeah, but you know, he does have the I'm age not, excuse. How do you say no to $30 million? Well, of course not. I, I say yes to $1 million sitting on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> to, I'd say yes to give me a Twinkie and, and some Gatorade and I'll sit on the bench. Exactly. I don't need, I don't need to be paid money for that. Uh-huh. But yeah, so so – it's interesting that the Patriots didn't do it because I'm sure if the Patriots would have even offered them somewhat close to that money, he would have stayed. The dude took discounts every freaking off season. So that team could be good. And when it's time for him to say, Hey, I want to stay with the team. They're like, eh, meh, meh. Cause that's yeah. pretty much what they did. They didn't say yes. When they didn't say no, they were just kind of like, meh. <laughs> yeah, so imagine you, so imagine you being the the best at your job, right? And and you know you're the best. You know you put in a lot of work and time. And now it's time for you to get your raise. And you're like, meh. The guy you trained under you could probably do it almost as good. And you're just like, what the fuck? I spent all these years and now it's time for a raise. We don't really need you. And it's just like, dude. So someone at that caliber, and you know he has to have like an ego because, you know, sports professionals have to have it uh, for the most part. You know that shit had to like hurt him like deep down inside. And he's just like, fucking, I'm gone. Well, I'm sure there was that that relationship is tarnished now type of thing. I mean, it's what I don't even know if he really said anything. Thank you, New England or whatever on his Twitter. Oh, like sure. some I'm, of the other people kind of do, but um i'm sure it's it's that's gonna be interesting because so going back to the whole manning scenario when when peyton manning left the colts and went to the broncos can't remember if it was that first season or what but i remember that 
there was one season where it was just complete shit. And Peyton Manning was all like, everybody, he's done. You should have hanged it up a long time ago. And he had statistically his worst season, even though he was still doing pretty good. But No, it was his last year, yeah. The, his first year in the Broncos that broke records and shit. Dude, he? Just, yeah. he was unstoppable. But there was there was that year that he went to shit. But then the, the year after that, he ended up winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> so, or it could have been either. I forget if it was that. No, I think it, it was. I think you're thinking of the same. But I think it was so, like the begin the first six games he did like complete shit. And then he completely turned it around. And then went right. To the Super then Bowl he got he benched, it. and and he was injured. He got benched, and then he came back, and then he won the Super Bowl. Well, so, but that's a lot. He had a great defense, and you know. But that's my he, thing. He like, he's a smart quarterback. Even though he couldn't throw the damn ball, he still has smarted that other. Yeah, the other he's team, so. he's a field general, in which I don't think that same type of thing is with Tom Brady. I do believe the Patriots are good with Brady. I don't think they need Tom Brady necessarily. And I'm wondering if this is going to be a little bit of an ego check because I don't think he's going to do good with the Bucks. I mean, he's going to do okay, but I think this is going to make his legacy of him being the GOAT be in question and right, there's gonna be a right. lot of people saying that you know he's he's old he's like fucking 44 and that's the reason but i just i even 10 10 years ago it would have been a whole different story and i, I agree with you on that if he would have went to the bucks 10 years ago um saying this is the same thing today with the type of team that the bucks have because the bucks has a good team they have a good defense they have a pretty good offense and uh i i it's gonna be one of those things man can you teach an old dog new tricks because they're offense is way different than what new england's offense right is. so and it's yeah just to point out how different it is patriots run the ball they did some play action he's going to bruce arians offense, who likes to throw the deep ball well guess who's 40 years old and can't throw Tom Brady. Not only that, he didn't really have. Well, he had an okay arm, but he, I, he doesn't have the deep arm that say some of the greatest quarterbacks like I'm going to bring up Brett Favre again, like Brett Favre or like Peyton Manning or even like Aaron Rodgers. No, Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers, great arm. Brett Favre, strong arm, stupid mind. But, (laughs) but, but Tom Brady. Tom Brady is. um, He he, don't discredit. He's a smart quarterback. He had a good. The thing is, he's 40. The arm isn't as strong as it was. He has a, a receiver, Mike Evans, who's a great jump ball, deep ball receiver. Now his production might go down, you know? And he doesn't have a running game that's the greatest. And thirdly, that offensive line is pretty much shit. He went to a team where he needs to be protected, and there's no offensive line. But I could think of 30 million reasons why he. <laughs> team and I can't be mad at him for it. I mean, if you have to spend six or seven mil to get like a back replacement, some bones and stuff like that, you know, whatever. You still got another twenty three left to play with. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, he's married to a super. Dude, his yeah, wife thing. makes more money than I. Like, I, I don't feel it was a money thing. It. Exactly, I truly don't feel it was a money thing. Like his wife is a little. Hence, why he took so many pay cuts because he just. The thing I give to Tom Brady, he is a student of the game and he actually loves the game of football. He's not in it for the money. He's not. He he's very competitive. Um, the same reason why he took a pay cut so many years in a row, it's because his, he has a sugar mama of a wife that like literally makes a gazillion dollars on top of that. So he can still kind of have his hobby of just like playing football and whatnot. Yeah. But yeah, I do think when his time is like, you know what? I do feel like, you know, I'm getting kind of shafted or whatever. And he won some money and then 
exactly in your terminology to kind of went meh. <laughs> and it's more or less like like wait what like really like i got you guys how many championships like you know you have to put both hands up to count the rings that i got because he has how many six six rings i believe so yes yeah six six rings with the patriots and they're not going to give him you know a little bit more money i do think they're kind yeah. of in the like so who's new england's uh backup quarterback i forget dude so they just they just um, signed um, Brian Hoyer, who was like an off and on Patriot throughout the years, which is crazy because it looks like he's going to be the starting quarterback at this point. And then they had some like young guy who I never heard of. Um, but it's weird because there's still Cam Newton out there. There's still um, um, Jameis Winston out there. Um, there's there's other quarterbacks out there that. The Patriots are just not picking up. It would so be funny I'm, if Winston went to the Patriots. That'd be funny. Literally, oh yeah, just, it'd be like a trade that just a swap never happened. Exactly. But but I could see Bill Belichick like slapping Winston like for all the stupid passes like he would throw. Just be like, just like like every time he throw every time he throws a pass just in practice like you can see Bill Belichick just slapping him in the back of the head like, <laughs> nope, do it again. Nope, do it again. Just slapping the shit out of him. So I don't. See, right. Yeah, I don't see James Winston that can be good in that offense for New England. I can kind of see Cam Newton, kind of yes and kind of no. Cam the, Newton, the dude is just yeah injuries now. You know, the only reason I say can't be a ready quarterback with injuries. I know, but that's the only reason why I can possibly even see Cam Newton working at that offense is because he's a running quarterback. I guess like, if anybody could scheme around it. Like the Patriots will make it work. But... I mean, because the last year the Patriots freaking ran with three running three different running backs. You know, they had James Wright and they had. You know what team. they're probably doing? They're probably making Cam Newton desperate and shit, and then he'll sign any kind of contract just to be a starter. Long as he does, as long as he doesn't go to the Bears, I'm happy. No, the Bears. <laughs> the Bears got um, what's his name? Um, the Nick Foles. They traded for Nick Foles. So. I don't know if that's an upgrade, but Mitch Trubisky played like shit last year, and they yeah. pretty much said we're done hey. with that guy. It's like I ain't worried about Nick Foles. Yeah, but um, let me go into a couple others. Like uh, the other thing I was kind of interested in, um, we talked about Hopkins, Diggs, um, Melvin Gordon, dude. He did that whole holdout last year. The Chargers offered him not what he wanted, but you know they offered a decent amount. And the dude uh, didn't pl- sign. He ends up playing the end of the year just so he gets something and he doesn't have to waste another year with them. And um, he ends up signing with the Broncos. Out of all teams, he signs with the Broncos for less money. And he, you know what his comment was? He wanted to play against the Chargers. Dang, way to piss somebody off to fucking beat your team down. Broncos I- didn't even need a running back. And he was like, I'm going to the Broncos. It's funny. I think Melvin Gordon, so there was a lot of quarterback or not quarterbacks, I'm sorry, letter running backs that kind of held out for more money. You know, Elliott was one of them. Uh, Gurley, I think, was one of them too. And Gordon kind of, I think, wanted a little bit of the action. Or, or Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell was like one of the major ones that like, right. held out Le'Veon the entire Bell year. Right, the trend, yeah. Um, and then I think Melvin Gordon was all like, shit, that's a good idea. Let me try this. And then nobody wanted Melvin Gordon. <laughs> nobody no, wanted it's, it's, it's Well, not, not like that. nobody wanted Melvin Gordon, but I think, you know, yeah, nobody, like, 
the so amount that he wanted or something. I forget what it was, though. But then the Chargers. So he never... wanted. So Gurley kind of set the tone. But the the thing with the NFL and running backs right now, and it's, and it's unfair, is and and they got to fix this in the next bargaining agreement because running backs are getting screwed. So they signed these rookies to five-year deals, right, for rookie money. Right. But what happens in five years as a running back? Everyone's hitting you all the damn time, and the odds are you're not going to be 100% after the five years. So instead of the teams paying them more money, they're just saying, eh, we'll find somebody else. Yep. Eh, we'll find someone else. So so let's transition from Gordon to Gurley. The Rams paid Gurley. They gave him a nice contract. They actually paid him before they had to. And what happens? The dude gets injured, right? They overpaid for him. He doesn't. He can't play in the Super Bowl. He's not the 100% player he was. The next year, he's not getting the carries he was. And now they cut him. They cut him. They didn't want to deal with him anymore. But they ended up overpaying him. And that's he's the example of why other teams are not paying running back. No, exactly. Because they're breaking down. They're getting injured. I don't think it's right. I think things need to be – maybe running backs can only be held to three years. That way they could get some kind of contract. But uh, they need to fix that because running backs are getting screwed. So I don't blame – I don't blame running backs for holding out. Oh, I don't blame him either. But I just think Gordon got kind of screwed by doing that. He screwed himself by doing that. Well, well, no, I don't think he screwed himself. He, you know, he made an option. He made a play, just like Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell did a plus me, but you know what? He was fresh. He got a long-term contract. It worked out. I don't know how this Broncos Melvin Gordon thing will work out. I would have loved to have him on the Niners. But... Did it really work out? Bell had one of his worst seasons ever, but I guess he's. Well, he went to the. I'm talking about money wise. <laughs> money wise, yeah, he's. He good. went to the Jets. Who expected it? Every everyone who drafted Bell in the round, you're an idiot. Oh, they're the, fucking. He, he was not gonna have. He was not gonna have um, this great season. He went to the Jets. Wait till the Jets build themselves back up, then maybe. And then yeah. their coach is Adam Gates. Yeah. He doesn't even want Le'Veon. Yeah, the Jets no lost to the Dolphins this year. The Dolphins. Yeah. <laughs> it takes the a Dolphins. lot to lose to the Dolphins. It does. It takes Dolphins a lot. were trying to yeah. lose, too. Yeah, exactly. Dolphins, <laughs> Dolphins were like, come on, man. Beat They're us. like, geez, come on. Pick up that fumble, man. It's only 10 yards. It's in front of you. Like, right? fine, I'll fucking, pick, I'll fucking pick it, it up, whatever. It's like that one scene from The Water Boy where he wants to hit the running back or hit that lineman. Yep. And he throws the ball to him just so he can tackle him in the end zone. 62, 62. There you are. <laughs> Gatorade. H2O. H2O. Gatorade. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But the whole um, um, Todd Gurley thing, our running backs. So Todd Gurley gets cut. And now he's a Falcon. He signs a contract with the Falcons. Like, shit's kind of getting crazy here. Which I think that's yeah, that is crazy. Although I do like him a lot better as a Falcon, though I would say that because I, I I'm low key a pretty like I, I like the Falcons. No, so. he he he'll probably he'll be the he'll be all right with the Falcons because he signed a one year contract. They're probably gonna run till his legs fall off, and then he's gonna be done, and you'll never talk about Gurley again. 
Well, like, that's just curious because they have happen. well, they have Devontae Freeman still on that team, and they have no other Devontae Freeman. Oh, the got Freeman, cut. he left. That's right. Or they yeah. got cut. Yeah, he's mm. gone. Freeman or didn't sign. Whatever, he's gone. So it's going to be the Gurley show in Atlanta, um, the Gordon show in Broncos, with is interesting. Um, another thing is like because I'm a Niner fan, dude. So we have DeForest Buckner. He was our seventh, or I, I want to say seventh pick, whatever he was. He was our, our top first round pick a few years ago, and he made the All Pro last year. He played amazing. And we traded him to the Colts. How did we trade him to the Colts? Oh my gosh. I was so butthurt when that happened. But we got their first round pick, which was number 13, which is not horrible. Um, and I know why we traded him because instantly the Colts signed him to a $21 million a year contract, which is like, okay, yeah, we can't afford that shit. We have so many young players. So at least we got the 13th pick, and hopefully we draft somebody that's going to pan out. <laughs> but, man, like, to actually draft somebody, that player to be good, and then to have to trade them away, that's a horrible feeling. You guys lose one Super Bowl, man. You start, I tell you, man, for fucking Rona. These GMs got the Rona. <laughs> Something's I'm not, yeah, but he got signed for 21 mil. I'm not too mad about it. And then we got um, – then. The thing I am mad about, though, Emmanuel Sanders. It's not a great, like, name whatever, but he's a solid player. We traded two, like, I think a third and a fourth round pick for him. He doesn't even really play for us. And then he signs with the Saints. That was a great pickup for the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, the Saints that was a finally have a number two receiver so everyone could stop focusing on Michael Thomas. Like, yep. Like, I'm not cheering for the Saints because it's the Niners show. But good job, Saints. That was a great pickup. It was a great pickup. Like, you guys didn't use them at all the year. I mean, it was mostly the Niners are like, they're a running team. Well, Pr- that's because I, I think our coach doesn't have faith in Garoppolo. So. Even though, ironically, in the Super Bowl, they were more of a passing team. And then the actual. Yeah, uh, and then why did we lose? <laughs> because they passed the ball. Yeah, uh, let's not bring up. Hey, Kansas, Kansas City with a running team. Too, too soon. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. Okay. Too soon. It still hurts. It still hurts. I just got my voice back from this Super Bowl. Come on, man. If if too anybody soon. didn't caught that, Sabri's a hardcore 49er fan. And let's talk about some of the pickups that actually my team has got. And I am very excited to get Delvin Funches as a wide receiver for the Green Bay Packers. I think that's going to make our offense so much stronger. So we dropped yeah. we dropped Jimmy Graham, which. I wasn't too upset about that until I saw where Jimmy Graham ended up going, and I got really pissed off about it. <laughs> so Jimmy Graham yeah. went to went to the Bears. So that the really Bears. pissed me the, the fuck Bears. off. Like, yeah, he's a bear, which I don't know why that pisses you off. They did you a favor. He did nothing really on your team. He he's gonna do. Well, he's gonna Mark, do nothing. He's gonna do nothing on the Bears team. Rogers doesn't like passing to tight ends that much. Nick Foles kind of does, though. So I think he's going to have a more impact with the Bears than he would have with the Packers. Jimmy Graham's wow. a big dude. He's tall. He can freaking jump for the ball. I feel like his production load is going to increase on the Bears versus what he did with the Packers. Just the Packers. Mm-hmm. We, we just don't pass it to, the, uh, to tight ends. That's like Rodgers' least favorite target to throw to, even well, though he... 
even though they started to, when they started to throw the Jimmy Graham, he would jump and grab the ball and stuff like that. But the Packers problem, the offensive last year is that they didn't really have much weapons. And as good as Aaron Rodgers was passing the balls around, the rookie wide receivers would just end up dropping. Well, no, you got a new coach that ran the ball. So ran the, the ball too. Yep. 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 But at the same time, when they let Rodgers be Rodgers and like take control of the actual game, passing it around, he, he didn't have the weapons. So, so I just set. want to point out there, if you're a Packers fan and you're excited over Devin Funches, you guys are in trouble. I'm you excited over Devin Funches because we do have some finally we can help out Devontae Adams, who literally was a one-man show for the most part. And we got Alan Lazard. Lazard's another tall mofo who can actually be an end zone target to can just jump for the ball. And you I'll know, give you that. He is a tall mofo. Vault Voltaire Scantine is starting to pick up too. And I think this is a good pickup for the Packers to be able to kind of open up the uh, uh, down the field slot a little bit and just let Rodgers be Rodgers. Well, we'll see how it plays out. Another another move uh, in fantasy football was uh, Philip Rivers is now a, a Colt. So I find that interesting. Like, which I don't know if I'm necessarily. That's kind of a mute point. That's not. That doesn't exactly excite me, or it doesn't exactly make me go, "Oh shit!" It's just like, meh. <laughs> yeah, pretty like, much. Like, I don't I, think Brissett played that bad last year. And the I fact thought Brissett was actually an excellent quarterback. He was actually well, I was my starting. Was a strong word. <laughs> no, he did good for the amount for like being a backup quarterback and to be able to come in in that position out like you know to try to fill Andrews Luck's shoes. I think he did a fucking awesome job just coming off of it. It took him one yeah. or two games to kind of get you know get the mojo going and everything like that. But he made them competitive. And I thought he did. He did an excellent job as he was that definitely role. serviceable. Yeah. Um, but and yeah, I, I, I find it interesting that Philip Rivers. I mean, anybody who's a, who's, who earns the starting quarterback spot on my fantasy football team is worthy. <laughs> and well, Brissette was a starting quarterback for at least three weeks. <laughs> did, did you make the playoffs last year? Did I? Yeah, I did. No, uh, no, 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 I didn't. Was I tolerable champion though? No. So there you go. <laughs> uh, yes, you do. You did not have to sit on that throne. Actually, exactly. you almost did though. But yes, and that could be a lot to do. Brissette as back. So uh, do not listen to James for advice on Brissette. Uh, so, but but I find it interesting that they Philip Rivers, longtime Charger, um, the whole time with the franchise is now a Colt. Our Tom Brady, a longtime Patriot, is now a Buccaneer. And it's like instead of ending their careers with the one franchise and, and being like like um, the legacy of being just on one team, uh, they're deciding to go to other teams at the end of their career. And I find that interesting. So maybe it's the team's not having loyalty to the player. The player's not having loyalty to the team. I just think it's interesting after like 12-plus years each – uh, they're leaving, so. I mean, in so this day, it, in this day and age, I, I feel that's kind of more the norm. I mean, it, it definitely about... is the norm, except when you have that one guy, twelve to fifteen plus years. You know, like look at Larry Fitzgerald. The dude signed another year contract with the Cardinal. Mm-hmm. He's just retiring the Cardinal, and that's it. You know, you don't really have too many of those players anymore. Right. Um, one for the talent level to do it as long as they did, but two, I guess, loyalty level to each other. Um, so, so 
Rivers goes to the Panthers, or not the Panthers, the Colts, and then Teddy Bridgewater, who was Drew Brees' backup, signs with the Panthers. And so because he signs with the Panthers, uh, Cam Newton pretty much gets the boot. Yep. And which is kind of funny because uh, the the Panthers put out there like uh, um, Cam Newton is uh, looking for a trade. And then Cam Newton posts out there like, hey, I didn't say I was looking for a trade. You guys are forcing me to look for a trade. And so it's kind of like, so all those Cam Newton loyalists out there, uh, he kind of put the franchise on blast, which is kind of interesting. But uh, yeah. I mean, behind what well, we don't know what go on behind the scenes, though, but I think there's a lot of that going on. We're just, yeah, companies don't give a shit. Oh, Not yeah. saying particularly, but like, you know, speaking tr- strictly from football terms, that they don't give really a shit about their players to a certain yeah. extent. Yeah, it's all about the bottom dollar to that. Exactly. The same thing with the running backs. You can get the rookie running back for, you know, a couple mil, then paying your top end pro- productive so, riders, running back for like, you know, a multi million dollar contract. So, yeah. interesting uh, um, thought that you bring up running backs again uh, in Panthers. So, Kristen McCaffrey's by far the best running back out there. Would you agree? Yes, I'd agree. You. You paused inside for that? What the heck? I had to think yeah, about so it for you... a second, but I'm like, yes, I agree. He's that. because okay. it's kind of screwed because everybody it's, it's a skewed point because I think yes, that today like statistically, yes, he's the best running back out today. If everybody else was healthy, I'd feel there would be two or three of them in those in that category. But today, yes, okay. I feel McCarthy. Well, whatever, the best. he's in the category. Fine. Yeah. Think about this. He's coming up on that fourth and fifth year. He. He might hold out because he's still on that rookie contract. Would you blame him for holding out? Not at all. Not even not even nope. first. Not even hesitating for a second. Not at all. If anyone needs to get paid, he needs to get paid. Yep. Elliot got paid. Elliot deserved it. When when these running backs do things for your franchise and make you extraordinary franchise, you need to pay them. McCaffrey needs to get paid. That dude is their whole team. Plus, he could be on my fantasy football team next year, so I might need him to play. <laughs> yeah, like Selfish my fantasy. Reasons, but... give, give him that money, man. I want right? yeah, exactly. It's like, pay that fool. Actually, he was on my fantasy team when I won two years ago, just to sign out. He was. I think that he was the player that Eddie paid, uh, our other buddy, Eddie paid like 40 bucks for. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yeah, he paid like thirty something dollars. He paid a lot. It was do, his highest. Yeah, we do an auction league, so it go. We get a hundred bucks, and it goes by money. So, I think Eddie spent like thirty four percent of his money on one player. So, it was worth it though. I mean, he ended up uh, being the yeah the top running back last year. So yeah, yeah. In my league, you get paid for that. So yeah, there it was is worth a, it. There is a method to the madness. I'll give him that. There's always a method to the madness. Yeah. But uh, we covered Corona. We, or, or, I'm sorry. We covered the Rona. The Rona. We covered some sports. We covered ah, some football. The Rona. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is a good way to, to end our, our little podcast. with. Segway you... it out, my friend. Yep, I agree. <laughs> We've been on live currently for roughly a little bit over an hour and ten minutes. Yeah, it's a good time. to. Yeah, yeah. plus we can't say the dipshits from uh, their boredom the whole damn day. I know. We got to save a little bit later for next week so we can then 
save you from boredom the next episode on episode three. Where, <laughs> where hopefully most of this Rona is gone by then. Yeah. Someone someone's listening to this podcast right now and they're like, man, that's <laughs> in a few in the future they're all like, hey, what the fuck was this Rona thing? I don't get it. Like what? I know. <laughs> yeah, the Rona wiped out everybody. Man, Imagine a... our our podcast was the only thing. <laughs> you're like this rona sounds like a bitch i don't know what they're doing with her like oh wait what was it <laughs> he's like, like yeah. hey my my girlfriend's name is rona <laughs> yeah <laughs> cause a massive breakups yeah people named rona don't get together with a person named rona you don't know what to do. <laughs> what, what's this rona who licks toilet seats <laughs> oh god <laughs> <laughs> on that that's a good that's a good topic to end on anyways thanks for listening catch you guys in the next episode peace out See you.